The Torah content from now through Pesach has been sponsored by the Kofsky family in loving memory of Adira, who loved big ideas and asking big questions. Hello, I'm Rabbi Matt Schneeweiss, and this is the Stoic Jew podcast, where we explore the relationship between Judaism and Stoicism. <laughs> I'm just laughing because I, I botched the uh, intro uh, like five times. <laughs> Today's reading is from Marcus Aurelius Meditations, Book 8, Chapter 32. You must plan your life one action at a time and be content if each one achieves its goal as best as it can. No one can keep you from this. But there will be some external obstacle in the way, perhaps, but no obstacle to prevent action with justice, self-control, and wisdom. But what if some other area of my action is thwarted or hindered? Well, by gladly accepting the obstacle for what it is and good and good-temperedly altering your course to what is granted you, another action will immediately take its place, which will fit into the plan of which we are speaking. So this is the famous, uh, the obstacle is the way chapter. Uh, that's the, uh, the, the concise form of this idea. Um, so I am recording this at around 7.45 in the morning, um, and I already have a really good example of this from today. So basically... Last night, I went to sleep, um, went to bed at around 10.30, read until 11.15, and uh, during the summer, I've set my alarm clock to 7 a.m. So I usually uh, wake up, read and have coffee, then daven, uh, and then go about my day. So um, I don't know if it's because I had a large cup of water before I went to sleep, which was unusual last night, or if it was because I took a nap uh, yesterday afternoon, which was also unusual. But for whatever reason, I woke up at around three in the morning uh, last night to go to the bathroom. And then um, my thoughts started becoming occupied with uh, (laughs) already with, uh, well, with the day and then with returning to New York. Uh, So uh, that's something that I'm sure I'll be contending with and I'll, you know, talking about a bit. But um, but the point is, is that my thoughts were interrupted and, uh, and fortunately I caught myself, uh, after about 15 or 20 minutes realizing I wasn't going to get to sleep. So I decided to read. So I read until around 4.15 or so. Um, and then I struggled to go back to sleep again. Um, and at around, um, you know, five o'clock I sensed that it was getting close to Hanitz, which was at around 520 something here. Uh, and I decided, okay, fine, the, the night's over. I'll just get up and daven. So at first I was upset about the fact that I got a quote unquote bad sleep, you know, uh, only four hours instead of my usual seven or eight. Um, and then as I went on in the, in the day, and I'm saying going on in the day, this is a, it's only 7.45 right now, you know? So I started realizing that there were a whole bunch of things that were benefits uh, or that can be turned into benefits from my uh, from my lack of sleep. So first of all, I realized I got a lot more reading time. Uh, I had the hour, about an hour, hour and a half, uh, you know, in the wee hours of the morning there. And then I read for a good, uh, a good like two hours this morning. Um, and uh, so I got more reading time in, which was fantastic. Um, Secondly, um, one of the things I've been trying to do with, uh, with my various, you know, mindfulness practices, um, and with IFS is I've been trying to become more aware of my body, you know, more embodied, you know, being able to be aware of the ongoing sensations and changes and, uh, I don't know, just being in touch with, uh, with what's going on in my body. And so, um, I noticed as I was reading after davening, I noticed the, fact that I felt a whole bunch more things specifically because I was tired. Like I felt my eyes, you know, that tired feeling around your eyes. And I felt, 
uh, an achy uh, lower back because of my, um, you know, tossing and turning and sitting up uh, reading. And I felt the, the, you know, other, other, you know, manifestations of the tiredness, um, you know, and I just realized, oh, wow, this is actually what I wanted, <laughs> you know, not necessarily in the way that I wanted, you know, I wanted to do it, I guess, um, uh, pleasantly and voluntarily, but I felt more embodied. So that's another thing. And then that led me to realize um, another thing to be grateful for is I have more conflict. Now, obviously, the, you know, all conflict is relative, um, but I, I had kind of like uh, envisioned how this day would go, uh, you know, when I went to sleep last night. And uh, and the fact that that I only got four hours of sleep might throw a wrench into that. Um, and uh, and the fact that, like, you know, my mood is affected uh, might also impair some things. Uh, but that itself is a good, you know, the, the fact that I have conflict then gives me more opportunities to become aware of the conflict and to practice allowing the feelings of conflict uh, and whatever other sensations come along with that and to investigate and to, to do all that other stuff. And uh, and so I'm thankful for these small conflicts. You know, again, conflict is obviously there are people who face you know huge conflicts in life and this is nothing compared to that. But, you know, <laughs> you got to take what you can get. And uh, right now in my peaceful summer existence, then this is the, the scale of conflict that I'm facing of, uh, of, you know, not getting a good sleep. And, uh, and I'm thankful for that benefit. Um, then as I was reading, I found my mind wandering. And at first I was annoyed by that. And then I realized, no, 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 this could be an asset, which is that there is a certain type of looseness of thinking. And, uh, I guess, freedom of intuition that I often find comes when I am tired and and that is going to um tint my learning today and my writing maybe with a different color you know um and uh and uh, you know and, and affect the way that I think about stuff and that that itself is an advantage again not an advantage in terms of being you know um uh superior to a well-rested intuition but something that is a different benefit that I couldn't have accessed otherwise. Um, then there's the fact that I now have a longer day. You know, there's that feeling when you wake up very early in the morning, and again, here, Hanitz is still very early, where you get to lunch time or early afternoon, and you've had a full productive day already, and then every any any other stuff that you do or either, you know, productively or for, for leisure feels like a bonus, you know, so I get this longer day, um, and I get to experience that. Um, and then I also, uh, you know, I had been toying around with the idea of, um, of baking, which I had not done yet over the summer, uh, since I got back to Seattle. Um, and I now have time to bake. And so I've got some cookies in the work, uh, in the works right now. So there's that. Oh, and, um, I, you know, I, I have coffee when I wake up in the morning, but on days when I get, you know, when I get a, a bad sleep, I'll have a second cup of coffee. So I'll probably do that um, around the time of my first chavrusa. And that's another benefit is I get to have more coffee and enjoy more coffee. Um, and then there's this realization that, again, I, I realize that I'm in the, uh, you know, uh, I'm, I'm grateful for this position that I'm in right now where I have I have a summer break, you know, um, at least until I return to New York. And, uh, and then there was this feeling of like this realization of, I don't have to do anything today. Like, yes, I have chabrusas, I have, um, I have, uh, writing, I have content that I had planned on creating. Um, I have uh, certain errands that I was going to do, but nothing needs to be done. And that realization made me more aware of the, the parts of myself that feel like I have to get these things done. And I, I, 
I, there's a real good chance that I would not have been aware of this had I gotten a full sleep and been able to do everything that I set out to do without conflict, you know? So just being aware, uh, like encountering this truth, which obviously intellectually I knew that I don't have to do anything today, um, encountering it from a, uh, the this perspective of like, you know, of questioning whether I will be able to do what I set out to do and then realizing I don't have to do it, that's a different way to encounter that idea, you know? Um, so that's another benefit. Um, and another benefit is the fact that I am making this this podcast. I, I did not intend to make a, a Stokju podcast episode today, uh, but I decided to do it. And the reason why I'm doing it, you know, I, I thought of maybe waiting until the end of the day so I can do kind of like a full report on the day to see how it went. Um, but uh, I decided not to for two reasons. The minor reason is it could be that I'll be too tired to want to do it later on in the day. So I figured while I was in the mood to do it now and while I was thinking about these things, then I should record my thoughts. And then the other reason I decided to do it now is because I think since I'm still kind of at the outset of my day, then I can, you know, set this intention to experience the day in this manner. And that will, um, that will help me to, uh, to actually make it happen, you know, by, by staying this at the outset. Um, and, uh, and yeah, so this, I think just was a, again, this is a, a very, uh, basic, uh, stoicism idea from Marcus Aurelius. The obstacle is the way. And, uh, and I think, or I hope, this is going to be a successful implementation of it. Uh, and if it's not, then that's another obstacle that I'll just have to make into the way. Uh, and uh, you know, and we'll see where that leads. And and it's 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 all good. This is you know, the, the obstacle is the way. Really, is the the uh, the Mishleic Stoic approach to Gamzu Latova. You know, not Gamzu Latova in the sense that that some if something bad happened it must have happened for a good reason or some other idea like this was meant to happen no 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 gamzula tova means that if you are looking for the tov in everything then you will make it into tov um uh it, it's it's an action oriented it's, it's prescriptive not descriptive um gamzula tova so at least that's my my take on it okay that is it for today's episode if you've gained from what you've learned here Today, please consider contributing to my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Rabbi Weiss. Alternatively, if you would like to make a direct contribution to the Rabbi Schneeweiss Torah Content Fund, my Venmo is at Matt-Schneeweiss and my Zelle slash Chase QuickPay and PayPal are MattSchneeweiss at gmail.com. Uh, even a small contribution goes a long way to covering the cost of my podcast and will provide me with the financial freedom to produce even more tour content for you. And I, thank you to those patrons who have increased, have recently increased their, um, their, uh, their pledges. Uh, I've already reached out to you personally, but, um, I, I want to thank you publicly as well. Um, uh, like I said, each, uh, you know, each dollar matters, uh, especially once the year gets in swing and I start going overtime on my, uh, on my uh, allotted amount and have to pay uh, extra dollars for extra extra minutes of Torah. If you would like to sponsor an article, share, or podcast episode, or if you are interested in enlisting my services as a teacher or tutor, you can reach me at rabbishnewais at gmail.com. Thank you to my listeners for listening. Thank you to my readers for reading. And thank you to my supporters for supporting my efforts to make Torah ideas available and accessible to everyone.